We're rolling. Let's go. Fuck me. That dinner. All right. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Throwing Tantrums or the Move Groove Grow podcast. Today, I have another guest, one of my dancers on my dance company, Temper Tantrum, Lauren Jose. That's me. Uh, all the way from San Jose. I was born in San Jose. So there you go. Yeah, and just to give you guys a little bit more context to know the dancers beyond the dance, uh, to know a little bit more of their backstory, what, what led them to their the decision to pursue dance as their passion also to give you all their all their personal information mm-hmm. social security uh-huh their address where they work yeah so you can send all of the- that tends to change <laughs> i don't know so, who's losing here uh, yeah i guess well uh, lauren i guess uh, i've already shared you but give a little bit more of your backstory like your upbringing how did you how were you were introduced to dance and Actually, no, actually, it was backtrack that. What obviously we showed your name, but your credentials and involvement with the dance community so people know like, who you worked with, what you've done. Let's give a little bit of street cred. Um, Way back when, in the year of 2009, I had gotten into the school, the University of California, Irvine. It was not my first pick, but they did give me money. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get a scholarship? Yes, for the major that I took. And then I changed my major, and they were like, you don't get any more money. And I was like, what? All right. Shit. <laughs> don't do bio. Anyways, I had actually decided to go to UCI. My backup was Dave. My friend, I was, we were talking one night over Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Way back in 2009. And she was, I asked her, I was like, what school do you see me going to? Because I had no sense of direction or what I wanted to do. And she was like, honestly, I see you going to UC Irvine because Kava Modern is there and you love to dance. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot about that. And this is back You when, forgot like, that you like to dance? Yeah. yeah. And uh, this was back when like UC was like big. Thing, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh yeah, that's right. And they gave me money. So it was like win-win situation. And I didn't want to stay in the Bay Area. I'm from the Bay Area. So I moved down to Southern California in 2010 to go to UCI and I've just been here ever since. So how did you get into, how were you introduced to dancing? Okay, into dancing, the wonderful uh, music television. MTV? Yes. Uh, for all of TRL. you people. Yeah, TRL. Yeah, <laughs> TRL. VH1. Yeah, oh shit, yeah, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. I used to record my shit. Yeah. And then learn um, that way. That's actually how I learned. I learned, I honestly learned off of YouTube. I, I would watch how to <laughs> wow. yeah and then i'd watch like music videos i would play them back like slowly in 360 no i that's how i that's how i learned and honestly this is i'm gonna cut forward nowadays how people are learning dance virtually and then it's like some people they'd say like I have some of the people that I've like, danced with, they're like, oh, I have a lot of, tr- I have trouble learning off of a screen. And I'm like, this is my age. This is what I was built for. Yeah, that's what I used to do. Like yeah. VHS, I would, the way I did it was like, I'd record the music video. Yeah. I'd do it that way and learn uh-huh. all the choreo in sync, Usher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the people complaining that they can't learn off YouTube. Yo, there's a slow-mo option. Yeah. Literally to go frame by frame. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but that, that's honestly, that's how I, that's how I learned. And it came, it came in handy. Like nowadays, if I had to take like a Zoom class or if I've had to learn things like off of YouTube. Oh yeah, I used to do that in my room when I was 15. So 
backtracking, backtracking. I moved down here in 2010 and I just kind of, there, in the beginning of the year at UCI, there's always, everyone has their workshops. Every, all of the dance teams. Oh yeah, have, there's like hella dance yes. teams in UCI. Yes, because the start of the school year is also the beginning of audition season. So oh, people wow. are having all of their workshops. They're like, they're, they're doing like the festivals and the fairs and they're, they have all these flyers and they're like, come dance with us. And I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And so I would just be at workshops. Like my first week, my first week in college, I was just going to workshops back to back to back to back. Damn. Yeah. And I just that, loved it. That's, that was those were the days. Yeah. Free workshops, $5 workshops, $1 workshops, donation workshops. I'm like, yeah. Sign me up. Parking structure here, over there, over here. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm curious. Like before, like just a quick tangent. Did the other dance crew companies there ever rival each other? Oh, fuck this. Were they ever like that? <laughs> I. Because that's a lot of like groups in one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was friendly. The community was friendly, but the underlying factors of competitions where we still, you still wanted to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair, so yeah. It's like, yeah, hey, we're cool, but also we're gonna work on our set over here and we're gonna make sure it's really good. Yeah. You, and you guys also practice a different parking yeah. structure so you guys never saw each other? Yeah. Yeah, but even then it was always hard to be on campus because we were, the campus or the dance teams that were not associated with the campus, like they couldn't like practice there they'd be we'd have to move structures we would have to be okay we'd get kicked out of this one structure or we'd move down a floor or we'd find mm. another structure and then they just kick us out and we'd be like jumping to here and there and here and there damn yeah was that was that oh yeah going back to you doing workshops before yeah. what did you do and what led you to the team you actually tried? i honestly just tried out for everyone because in my head it wasn't so much about being on the team for the name it was about going and getting the experience so yeah so my first audition was for common ground like way back in 2010 and then i auditioned for this team mcia and then i danced on this one team insa and then from there i started just branching out like being on teams but also just exploring like i would end up dancing on projects and i'd be like oh like you have a team this way and then i would just end up going places to dance with different people and i found i ended up like finding friends who just wanted to dance. So a few of my friends, we'd actually drive down to Sanitas like every Tuesday and we would go take Chris, like class from Chris Martin. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That was like the journey that I kind of ended up on. And I was just like finding people. I, and I ended up staffing for Boogie Zone. And so staffing for Boogie Zone, I would be, I would staff and then I just go take class. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was just, I was Wait, just in the scene. What yeah. years were you on Boogie, Boogie Zone BZ? Topia, right? Uh, yeah, or are you was... talking about? Oh no, are you, are you talking about like actual like the when they have they used to have work classes every Monday and Wednesday? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. At the uh, focus. Yeah. I would, Man, I would be focus. that's right. <laughs> back. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember that's when it just used to be there. Then it expanded to Alhambra. I was mm-hmm. like, God damn, man. Yeah, and then Torrance, and then they had the studio, the giant studio in Torrance. God, yeah. It was so pretty. Yeah. Oh they God. rebranded, I think, to Epicenter or something like that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, Crazy. Yeah. So that was my, that's how I started. And then from there, I ended up on Common Ground. And then I also ended up on this other team called The Prototypes. And then. Oh, with Crane? This was 
it was either after or before. I think it was before. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, wait, no, that's Eccentrics. Oh, shit, that's right. Sorry. I have so many tunes. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, was there? Was, I feel like there was probably a moment where he did dance on Proto. I'm but confusing Crane. I don't know if you. I don't know if you ever happen to be watching this. Feel sorry. free to correct me. <laughs> yeah, there's. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and then I ended up on Core, which is the other dance company that I'm currently on. Yeah, and I've been on that since 2013. Oh wow, you're still active on dancing with them. Nice. How did you like? Because I know some of these teams are only dependent on if you're a student. Is that right? Yeah. Or do you, like, or and then after that you're. You have to leave you have to if you leave. once you graduate the school, you graduate the team. So yeah, like how did you go? How did you go about? Well, you were in common ground, so common ground wasn't school dependent. No. Oh yeah. shit! See that's man, that's everything. Yeah, so confusing, people would, man. People would just teams would just dance there, but they wouldn't necessarily be associated with, with the school. It's crazy. Okay. Because they would some people would go to my school like more often than actual students who came to the school yes. yeah for rehearsal yeah so how'd you how'd you get into core, core? hold on let me backtrack <laughs> core on proto i had danced with sonali oh sonali's beast yes, man yes amazing just a friggin' powerhouse ah oh, so good and then from there i had actually i met kayla on dancing on proto too and then from there they ended up having their own project for maxed out which they graciously invited me to uh, to dance with them on, and I never left. Oh wow! So you're like one of the original founding members. Like one of the, yeah, one of the original dancers. Dang, yeah. was Brandon one of the original too? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, and I never left. I haven't left since. Have you much. have you ever been in a position of leading your own project? That I have not. And I think I think now stepping away from because I've being a dancer and being a part of other people's projects, I've more so had that like, follower mentality. But now that I think just amidst like the pandemic and not being able to dance as much with people, it's kind of given me my own voice as an artist. And I'm trying to tap into that more. It's hard because I'm so used to just tagging along with what other people are doing. And I realized that, and I didn't wanna, I like doing that. I love doing, like, I, Core is awesome, and doing the projects that we have for Core is my own, I think I've like, attached so much to it because it was my own dream to do that. But mm -hmm. now, like, there was like a, a little bit of a break, but like being away from it, I was like, I really just wanna take ownership and create something that is just purely my own vision. It's hard. In regards to dancing, because I'm curious, like how dance made an impact on your life. Yeah. Like how old were you when you started dancing? Cause like high school? No. Elementary? Well, I started doing cheerleading, like elementary school cheerleading. Does that really count? I guess. It's like a foot in the door. Yeah, it's a foot in the door. And I, that's actually, oh, is that when I started learning on YouTube? So I started performing essentially in like elementary school. And then I did Winter Garden Color Guard when I was in middle school. And so I'd be with like the band, swinging my flags around, getting <laughs> hit in the head and stuff like that. It's a commitment. And did like, I did drumline too. And so I was very active performing and also active like in, in music. So I, 
I already had like my that foot in the door and it kept going into high school and high school is actually where I started to dance not with weapons in my hands <laughs> yeah I'm like in my head you're like dancing with freaking full-on swords uh-huh. and yeah and it translated over to me now dancing with swords again so oh, yeah. it's like home I ha- well, having weapons in my hands is uh, it's very familiar to me so <laughs> no, I was well, the lead up to it is like, well, how do you feel like your life would be if you didn't dance? I don't know who what that who that person would look like. Or like, how do you think dance has uh, affected you in who you are and your growth? Dance has helped me to refine my, my personality and also refine how I process and how I interact with the world. Mm. And it's helped me to be a lot more. I'm not afraid to really just like make a fool of myself or to. That's true. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) You and Noelle in downtown LA. Yeah. Oh my God. So weird. So strange. But there are some things that I've noticed with people who don't do that. Or karaoke. Yes. Oh my God. That was amazing. Insert B-roll. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) One of the best karaoke nights ever. You guys should be seeing the B-roll clips by now. Oh my God. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. That was a really fun. We need to do that again. That was awesome. Yeah. There was so, there were so many things that happened. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, like, and how it refines Um, and how you communicate with the world. Yeah. So I've noticed that sometimes when I meet people who aren't that, I don't know, they, I feel like they're more like apprehensive to like meet new people or to like be afraid of saying something or like, do you think this is weird if I do this? And I've like dressed up, I've like crossplayed and I've done, and I've had like, I've, I did a sh- we did a shoot and there was a lot of paint. I licked paint off of my hand. I've done so many so many things that you don't really see or normally do as like walking down the street and I'm just like, yeah, it's cool to be weird. It's fun to be weird. It's fun to not worry about if someone's going to if someone's going to reject you or whatnot. I'm just like, you know what? That's life. That's the beauty of there being 7 billion other people out in the world. That's true. Yeah. So, it's helped me to it's helped me to build myself up to know that i am still worthy as a person if people accept or reject me oh yeah worthiness is such an interesting thing i feel a lot of what hold people back is their own worthiness issue am i worth doing this x y and z and therefore sometimes they end up self-sabotaging themselves because they're scared and because they're scared they end up doing scarce moves and then therefore that that feedback loop like see i told you it was gonna work yeah therefore feeds their yeah their assurance of... that it's not gonna work yeah so it's a yeah yeah god totally the, the, that, yeah. the uh, terrible cycle uh-huh. uh, there's a question oh yeah one thing that i'm curious about i think i asked a lot of people <laughs> this for uh, is like why would you why did you want to join temper tantrum because <laughs> one it was literally new yeah. when you came on i'm like I, in my head i'm like no one's gonna want to join another three years <laughs> because <laughs> we're new like, there's, there's plenty of crews out there we're new <laughs> like we're not big names we're just you know a bunch of assholes that just want to have fun <laughs> <laughs> that should be that 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 is the mission that's statement we're like putting that into our Branded. into our what do you call it? our pitch our pitch deck yeah, yeah. Our- <laughs> 
<laughs> or when we were like reaching out to brands, like temper tantrum, oh, a bunch of, oh, oh yeah, hired, oh, wow. working with fucking McDonald's. <laughs> a bunch of assholes. Exactly what we're looking fun. for. Yes. Amen. Joining temper tantrum. Okay. So I joined temper tantrum because Brandon asked me. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but I'll go a little bit into that because at that point I wasn't dancing actively on core. And it was just kind of crazy. It was a crazy time in my life where I felt like I had lost like a piece of my identity because I'd been on core for so long. Mm. But I think the because core essentially was my own like what I had wanted to do as like as a child and like literally brought to life. I think that was like another reason where I was just like I felt like I felt a little bit empty. But I think in my head, I didn't want to think that it was that I had I was feeling so empty as like I actually was. You were in denial. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, there we go. That's a better way of putting it. Yeah. And the, and then I just, I had reached out to Brandon, I think, just to say hi. Just be like, hi, I miss you. I love you. That's that's literally what I'll do. I'll be like, hi, I miss your face. And he's like, hi, I miss you too. I can fucking hear him. Yeah. Fuck you, Brandon. Yeah. And then he's like, and then we just got into conversation and he was like, oh, and I told him I wasn't dancing actively on court. And he's like, oh, do you want to join Temper Tantrum? I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. he is that and that so he because he had said that another one of our other dancers on core she was going to join too and i was like okay and is it bevan yeah Beth. yeah okay yeah unfortunately yeah I'm right, but she emailed me she's saying she couldn't yeah yeah so i was like all right and then he's like here's the studio and i was like so far and i was like all right <laughs> and i was just down because i wanted to one i just wanted to dance and i just wanted to learn something new and then that night we learned like seven pieces and I was like, ooh, my pickup. Mm. <laughs> Rusty. Oh, yeah. that's right. What was this one? This was the uh, Donut Life? Yeah, the Donut Life. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot. It was like, boom. And I was like, all right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, but I had, I just kind of walked in and then I was, I was late too because I was probably working or some shit like that. And I just walked in and I was like, I guess we're learning now. Yay. Oh, yeah. This was like during like beginning of December. And w when things were starting, like we were getting word, yeah. like we were getting word, oh, potential another lockdown happening. I'm yeah. like, no, we got to get this done. <laughs> ASAP. Oh, so we're just cramming everything into one night. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. That was wow. Yeah. Oh, I remember that night because Brandon started to, because um, you guys did casting and then you guys, everyone started to like walk their pieces and Brandon, like he brought me in. Um, he was about to start his and I was like, wait, I'm not going to be there. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, <laughs> wait, why couldn't you go? Oh, I just, I had work, but I hadn't decided, I hadn't chosen to take it off because I just wasn't, I told him when I first started, I was like, I'm just, I'll audition, but I was like, I just didn't want to take the time away for work to just do a new project. Yeah. Yeah. But I look at it and I was like, oh, I'm like, fun. <laughs> I guess I'll just have to be part of the next project. The, yeah. The, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. There's been a lot of projects I feel like we've done yeah. since then. Yeah. A lot of, uh, what do you call it? Podcasts, tutorials, mm -hmm. freestyle videos. Damn, that's a, we did a lot of shit, dude. Yeah, there's so much content. <laughs> And then we have a full-on month happening. Uh-huh. So this month and then August, all of August, I'm going to try to catch up on editing that. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm here for you in spirit. Oh my God. So what, what were your first impressions? I was like, okay, everything's getting done like super fast. Like people are on their shit and I have to be on my shit as much as everyone else. So I was like, all right, cool. I guess my standard has to be up here. <laughs> and I think I hadn't been dancing a lot. I'd been working out, but like dancing is so different than just like running That's and working true. out. It's so different. I was afraid my pickup was going to be like really bad. And thankfully it was not. What do you call it? One thing that I definitely enjoy about everyone is everyone's kind of goofball. That's true. Uh, and we're also like at the same time a, a different variety of ages. I remember this one dinner we were having with Diego. Diego used to be the youngest. Yeah. He was like 24 at the time. Aww. And then me and Crystal, we're in our 30s. Yeah. We're talking about housing markets and shit. And then Diego's like, I'm just trying to finish class, man. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> you just... So, yeah. Here I am, man. Yeah. Right. You said you wanted to eventually like lead your own. Th you know, we, we previously touched on the on um, one of the concert videos that you want to do yeah is there, what else do you like envision for yourself in terms of your artistry it's a great question because i think i really more more so thought about that specific project. The yeah. one how, how long? Yeah. <laughs> how long have you been sitting on that versus mine? Okay, it's been like <laughs> what six months? No, yeah, because it's just to yeah. give you guys context. We ate dinner before this. Yeah. And she was like, oh, and I said I've been sitting on my pro one of my projects for two years, and she's like, oh, I don't feel bad now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel as bad because because I like finally I finally finished the treatment, and I was like like looking around for places to to film, and then and then. <laughs> I was like, it's been so long. These six months just went by like that. And I was like, and then he told me I've been sitting on this project for like two years. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, I don't feel as bad anymore. Thank you. I feel like, but I feel like that actually, that made it, it made it easier for me to think about and actually be okay with touching back on and like picking up, like taking my cosplays out and actually working on them. And, and I, cause I feel like the longer that you like that, your like mental struggle isn't normalized the more you're going to you're going to actually not yeah. do it yeah. but like the more that you get it gets normalized yeah. like, oh it's like this is it's fine like it sometimes it just happens that way and you're I'm like okay now I, yeah because okay. thankfully we're not like working in some sort of studio where there's hard deadlines yeah. like we're working with fucking a studio gotta get done within the year yeah yeah i was telling her simply one of the projects that i want to do with temper tantrum and for me, it's just this the scale of this project is scary, and I'd like to think I've done a lot of cool things already. Yeah, you have. And then thank you. Don't discredit yourself. <laughs> but the, then, but just the scale of what this is, but I also know the potential impact this story can have yeah. is something that's like I think would be have such a great payoff because I told her the story because it's really good, <laughs> and uh, it's for me uh, just from my honest part of the journey is like, I feel like I'm one phone call away and actually set making it happen. But also it's that one phone call, meaning it's a snowball that everything, the storyboards have to done, be done quicker, locking in rehearsal dates, massive amount of coordination because it's going to be a, this is probably going to be a full on 12 hour day. It's just like that kind of coordination is like, it's not like what we do with body positivity where it's like a six hour shoot, pretty easy one location it's like six hours just six like, hours 
12 hours, honestly, 12 hours or 16 hours. Like after doing that now, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? 12 hours, let's do it. Yeah, it was after being on set all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, and then, yeah. So then. But it's a lot to, to, to coordinate. It's yeah. so much. Yeah. Cause, yeah, exactly. Because. <sighs> <laughs> I'm definitely thinking like someone needs to be production coordinator and like in my head because yeah. I can't be trying to make sure everyone's okay while trying to get the shot and because yeah. this one of this just to give you guys context one of the things it's going to be at one location but it's at a it's a big location and we're moving around it's not in a small studio yeah so but, that, but even then that day that we did body positivity we were shooting it was one location, but we were moving from here to here. Oh, wait, hold on. You got to go over there. People move your stuff. Okay, we have to like, and we yeah. were just moving around. And that, it was cool because we could use the small space for all of that. But also it was like, okay, now I need to be, because I can't be sitting here because you, you might use the spot within the next like 10, 15 minutes. So I can't just get comfortable sitting right here. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, every, and that's one thing I really loved working with everyone. Everyone was just like found a way to be supportive with, to make sure everything went smoothly. Yeah. 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 That's like it. And that's one of the reasons it's like, you know how some people uh, are afraid of failure. It's like some people for me, in my case is afraid of, I guess the quote unquote, yes, or mm -hmm. the success because that's one thing a lot of people don't think about is like what comes after you, you get what you want yeah. and then is a huge amount of responsibility. And then that amount of responsibility is honestly scary. To me. <laughs> but I also know like, this is one of the projects I would love to do. Like, I know I will regret if I don't do it. Yeah. If I like, if I go to the grave, this is one of the things I really want to do. Yay. Oh God. Just that, means, about it. that means you can't die yet. <laughs> that means I just have to be immortal. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Yeah, and your, yeah. your project, your undertaking, your own oh, yeah. experiences of everything. Yeah. With that, I think because when you were, when I was like, when I was doing the treatment and like trying to answer all like these questions, not even a lot of questions of what do you want? What's the message of the story? And I thought about it and I was like, it's just, it's so selfish. It's honestly just one of my own like personal fan fictions <laughs> <laughs> that I want to come to life. It's honest. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I wrote in the treatment. And I was like, honestly, this is for all Yuzu Tara fans out there. Like, literally, <laughs> You're definitely hitting a, a target. Very, yes. A very targeted demographic. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool because that targeted demographic is ride or die. <laughs> Fair, yeah, and I feel like creating this content, well, that video would definitely be a visual effects challenge, which I would like to undertake. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely think a lot of people will definitely. It, it's a huge win all the way around. It's like it, it's a new concept. Yeah. You get to create something. Uh, some Avatar fans get to yeah. see something different, and we get to show what we can do with dance aside from just doing another dance video. Yeah, yeah, and actually, because I also wanted to. One thing that we had been doing on Korra as well was doing a lot of stunts and fight choreography. And that's something that I did want to incorporate into the project as well. But I think it'd be so cool if we had a day where we just like partnered up and actually practiced that and like did that with Temper Tantrum too. Because that's just like a whole nother like skill. I would like to be on a tumble floor. Anyways, but. You'd be what? I would like to be on like a tumble floor and so, or like at least have crash pads to, so that we aren't just dying on the wood floor. <laughs> on the wood floor. Uh huh. <laughs> but I think that'd be, I think that'd be so cool. And that'd be like a cool, another cool element to bring other than just, you know, just dance. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Cause it's, 
you brought up the idea of tumbling and in my head i'm also thinking temper tantrum versus temper tantrum takes a tumbling class oh my god wait that would be so much fun yes that would be so much fun we just all of us all of us are the students yeah we're all doing it and we got to learn how to do some tumbling. yeah like with the little six-year-olds oh my god oh, they're no, just no. like so much fun yeah and you're just like because that's, that's how i learn just ultimate basics yes super basic like dive roll that's definitely an idea yeah because there's a lot of temper tantrum versus content that i would like us to do i still want to do the fitness the the presidential presidential fitness fitness test test. yes oh yeah yeah, i would be down to do that what is what are the requirements of that i forgot what it was I, I, I there's a channel that maxine had max had me watch it's called honest and they, they were just doing a whole bunch of random it's a variety show they're just doing a whole bunch of other stuff it's really temper tantrum versus is really inspired from that it's like gotta do we're just gonna do a lot like ideas is live in person like we just do shit like one of them is for sure we do an escape room together oh my god another one is where that. we do uh, what do you call it i'm gonna do it with vision paradox as well like, is where we do the maze together and we're fighting zombies together uh, another one is oh, what else is there ghost hunting in the la zoo <laughs> oh my god hey demons so you yeah just, just like the just <laughs> <laughs> just hey. like to do that kind of yeah, yeah just to create that kind of content because again like i'm said like with you guys in a lot of meetings i'm trying to create a brand yeah. there's the dancing stuff yeah. but also trying to sell the group personality and the dynamic jk films no not no but i don't know who they are okay yeah because i want like i said like i think everyone that's i love everyone in the group and i think as a group we're funny as fuck so we're a bunch of assholes that just want to have fun <laughs> so then, it's really yeah that's then yeah and just perform like obviously the dance is going to be like the content but it's not as easy to create that type of content so to speak because we have to co- book the space yeah cast we have to do the rehearsals yeah i feel like temper tantrum versus we just gotta like, who wants to play against a professional basketball player yeah cool <laughs> so it's just that's yeah, a little easier <laughs> podcasts are easier because we're just literally sitting down right now i don't need joey or everyone to we're just literally doing it right now yeah how long do you think you're gonna have dance in your life forever forever even though you indic- oh when you were dancing in uh, college were your parents supportive of you about that? Mm-hmm. You're Filipino, right? I know. Yes, okay, I am. Cause I was, yeah. Are you sure you're Filipino? Because if your parents support you, gotta. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, that is that's a, that's fair. My dad has always been supportive of my dancing. He has always followed core. He's always he asked me about like how are how, like how is so and so doing? Like how is Kayla doing? How is like how oh, are like my yeah sweet. like how my how are my that's teammates cool. doing? Hey, Tito. Yeah. <laughs> he actually came to this was two years ago. He finally came to one of our performances and got to see us live. And that performance <sighs> No, it's not even that I fucked up. My costume decided to fall off. Yeah. It was just my pants. I was playing oh. Urza. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know how the Velcro, but I was dancing and then it yeeted itself off me. And then another one of our dancers, Rostin, he tried to just yeet it off stage and then it didn't really go anywhere. I was like, out of all the performances to have costume <laughs> mishap. And that's not like the that's not the first costume misstep that I have had. But I was like, out of all the ones where... It has to, I was like, mm. uh, yeah, it's when your dad was there. Yeah. 
but he's always been very supportive and he always like messages me like actually when during the period where I wasn't really I wasn't active he was like are you still on core and I was like I am I'm just not active right now and he was like okay but yeah so he's been really he's been really supportive my mom has been she's been supportive I think just not as vocally supportive as my dad has been and has us and like actually been as active. Yeah. Yeah. But supportive still. That's good. Yeah. I'm one of the weird few. <laughs> yeah. You have supportive parents. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you it's not a waste of time and you don't not, you're not going to get in your dancing. Uh-huh. Does dance pay your bills? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can. Actually, it, now that I've mentioned costume and wig mishaps oh my god (laughs) ah i feel really bad but it's it's taken me a long time to actually to come as far as i have to not have as many mishaps that one was very do you usually have mishaps i had a lot when i like when i first started encore there's this one that we had for wondercon that I was cosplaying Mystique. So we had a costume take. Yeah. So we did an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. set and then it went to an X-Men set. Good show. Yeah. Too bad it's not canon anymore. I know. Pisses me off. (laughs) Let's not get started on that. Anyways. (sighs) My God. So I went to change. I was playing Reyna from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then I went to change Mm -hmm. into Mystique. And this is before I understood what wig pins were, Uh which clip which pin your wig into your head okay Uh uh-huh and so i maybe had seven minutes to do a full change and do my makeup and yeah that's stressful (laughs) yeah and so this was maybe i think in like 2015 or 16 and i got back on stage and i start dancing and i hadn't pinned it in i was just relying on the elastic of the wig itself and then it started uh-huh so then there's this one part where we're doing conga and i lean back and it just falls off my head yikes so what do i do i pick it up and i start whacking with it because what else am i going to do <laughs> uh, shit fuck <laughs> yeah. dude yeah <laughs> so, that was a really a really, really big one in the microsoft theater yeah for wonderful <laughs> it worked because i was mystique and that is my transformation <laughs> <laughs> that's a clever way to save it you're just like well, i'm transformed yes, and you're yeah, like, and you're just like yeah, Nick, well, i'm just it? a new person now okay bye what was it the nick miller dance uh-huh did you watch nick? <laughs> yes i fucking love new world so good <laughs> Yeah. So uh, good. So good. Yeah. Shit. Okay. So, you and I both felt the mm-hmm. have our experience in competing and doing exhibitions. Share your competitive experience. Oh my competitive. Like, experience. And then the now experience, where it's all exhibition. And then those of you who've never competed, it is it is one hell of a. Oh my god. <sighs> Come okay. in a little bit. I'm trying to make sure oh, you're yeah. in the frame. Okay. So. <laughs> Shorter. <laughs> I'm trying to be taller right now. Yeah. No, I've been because like when I sit back, I feel like I like sink in, so I want to have like upright oh, okay. presence. So that's why I've been putting my elbow Huzzah, on here. I'm yeah. Tall, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It helps. I'm like I'm yeah. like here. I'm like I'm so comfortable. <laughs> yeah. You're like this is how I normally sit <laughs> at 
my desk. So my competitive experience, when I danced on Common Ground, I did, we did competitions like Vibe, Bridge, uh, we did Body Rock, we did HHI. Oh man, HHI. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I didn't even do HHI with Common Ground. I did HHI with, only with Proto. Yeah. Yeah. Even then prepping for that. Yeah. It's insane, but it's, it's really cool. It's really fun because it's just this hellish experience where you're where you're just in it together and you're dancing very intensely for long hours until you get to HHI which is in Las Vegas and it's hot and sometimes if you don't have rehearsal space you rehearse outside in the heat and you're just dedicated because that is the mentality of competition (laughs) yeah (laughs) pretty much whatever it takes and then Uh. for that brief moment in time of just pure adrenaline yeah because hhi for those of you guys who don't know it is literally like uh olympics for the hip-hop choreography yeah Yeah. like hip-hop international i was like no that's what hhi stands for it's hip-hop international (laughs) olympics and that whole week the whole week is like you're getting ready for the Amer- USA qualifiers, yeah. you got to qualify, and then you got to do worlds. Yeah, and then oh my god, sorry, go ahead. No, com- you're totally good. And even even not for HHI, but competing in different competitions, like even different local competitions, there was this mentality of I have to like if I have multiple, like I want to have multiple performances, like throughout the day and if i have back to back performances that's even like that that's cool like in more than one group yes jesus yeah. christ I, yeah no i that, that was totally a mentality because and because that was the thing if you were dancing with different teams then you were then you're a good dancer that means that people like want you on their projects you got the and that resume means, and exactly you nah. have this long resume of projects that you've been on and you just list different like different teams. I danced with this person. I danced on this project. And that was like, that was a mentality. That's true. Yeah. I remember being on a lot of projects. Yeah. (laughs) There was this one competition for fusion actually. And I had, even for ultimate brawl, I had performances like literally back to back. And for my last perform, so I performed first with proto and then I performed with core and then at the end i performed like we performed like third to last with common ground and literally the entire day i was running back and forth between rehearsals so i'd break out one rehearsal and then i'd go to the other one and break from that and go to the other one and literally by the right when i got when we were in the hole to go on stage i looked at i looked at one of my teammates and i literally just started crying and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm so tired. Why do we do this? Like <laughs> at the end of the day, I was like, think like this was this was an awesome experience. I danced so much. I got to dance be with people and like dance with people that I love and yada yada yada. But like that entire mentality of literally giving everything until you are like mentally and physically drained was not very healthy. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember <clears throat> I don't think I've, I've never had that many back to back as far as I know. The most was just like family business, then culture shock, and then that's it. Yes. And I, even then I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to be on anything like, else. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it was, I definitely had that mentality when I was younger. But how are the rehearsals, uh, the rehearsal, rehearsal hours? The rehearsal hours, they were just, they were honestly just a number. Like rehearsal, like I look back now and I'm like, 
how why can't we have that same three or four hour rehearsal and actually just be done with our set the same day how long were the rehearsals Maybe. four hours oh nice yeah. so not like the other other competitive like groups are rehearsing until well, like three in the morning or well, that was like that's the thing because we would still have our rehearse our regular rehearsals like three days a week and then we'd have hell week and then during hell week we'd either change the set or re-refine things or go over things that we had already done and i was like I was, it was a cool experience and it was really fun bonding with people, but I looked back on it and I was like, why did we not use our time more wisely? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can choreo cookies have an entire set and win first place and they don't have a hell week. They don't, wow, they don't have a hell week? No! That, I think that's a great example of having a clear artistic vision. Yes, that's true. Because I think, I feel like when you have to redo things all the time yeah is a, that means a lot of uncertainty and while i'm all for the artistic vision if i don't i think the artistic vision part should be done before you step in foot into rehearsal because if because if you're trying to change formations in the middle of rehearsal you got people who's just fucking standing there twiddling their thumbs not doing shit and it's yeah. like I mean, wasting people's time. Yeah, but even then, e even then, there's only so many ways that you can like record or like reblock a piece to where it's your. I don't know. Kayla, she made this great analogy. Like dances, like like grammar. Your moves are your words and your like periods and your punctuation. And sometimes there's only for me. I'm like there's many different ways I can rewrite one sentence. But at the end of the day, like if I, as long as I have that sentence written. Then uh, can I just move on from there? Yeah, you know? it's like good, like good is better than not finished. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> good done is better than. Yeah, done is better than. than <laughs> because <laughs> well, yeah, one thing that I think started to drive me nuts at the days of competition is you're still fucking practicing. And one of my analogies, or not analogies, stories I liked hearing, I think it was about Floyd Mayweather. He, I think Triple H, I don't know if you want follow wrestling. But I do. <laughs> Sasha Banks, love her. She's my so, favorite. Yeah. Uh, Max is going to love you. Um, <laughs> then Triple, oh. Triple H went to go visit him. I think I could be getting my story wrong. But anyways, mm -hmm. he and Triple H was, Floyd Mayweather was watching TV all day on the fight day. And Triple H was like, aren't you training? He was like, I've done all the training I can. Like, if I'm still having to train today, then I haven't prepared properly. Exactly. So I'm like, and that's when I heard that. So I was like, so why the fuck do we need to exhaust ourselves before we go on stage? Yeah. Which is why, I'm, like, rehearsals, I'm imposing, like, rest periods. Like, you have to rest at the top of every hour. <laughs> yeah. So, because the rest part is important. It no. is. It's so important because it only gives so much when you don't have anything. <laughs> yeah. You... One thing that I think Max admired about you when I showed her, I sent her the, the rough cut for body positivity is like, mm -hmm. you got guns and you have guns. Oh, bro. thank you. Oh, thank you. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Thanks>. Bro. <laughs> Dude, like, then that's one thing because you, just based off assumption, like, you yeah. taking care of the body. Yeah. And what's your perspective on physical health, breast and recovery? mental health i guess that's a loaded question but here we go it's a plan. Uh, here you go attack it how you want okay hey. one i'm a very i'm very active i think not even when i started to go to the gym more but even when i was dancing because 
like when I first started dancing and actually my entire life because I've been in sports. I played soccer for a really long time. Oh, damn. Yeah, I did. I tore my ACL playing soccer. We'll get high school. Uh, Yeah. High school. Okay, we'll go into that. Yeah. yeah. Or, no, actually, middle school. I didn't start. It was, like, right before I got in high school. Anyways, that's actually why I joined Winograd. But I've always been active my, like, entire life. So now it's, I think people might think of going to the gym or, or working out and doing stuff like that as more of a like, chore. I think of it as a lifestyle. I can't imagine going, I, I can't imagine going, like, how many days and not like being active and i can feel it as well i can yeah yeah um, but it helps to create this it helps to create this like discipline mentality because it for it forces me into like into routine and it helps me it it honestly helps to alleviate a lot of stress that i get from work so it's i love working out i Sometimes I think I could be a little bit more efficient at it, but it, it helps me. Yeah, being active like really helps me and it helps me feel not feel bad about like things that I'm doing, if that makes sense. Like, if I want to eat a cookie, then I'm like, cool, awesome. I'm going to do it. And I'm still and I'm not going to feel as bad because I know that I'm like putting in that effort on the side to like to feel good about myself and feel good about how the way that I look. Yeah, because in a sense, you're, you're using that energy from the cookie in your exercises anyways. Yeah. I love being active. Actually, mm-hmm. I love also like being strong. I know that that's weird. That's a, I feel like that's a weird, not a weird thing to say, but I've always had this very like masculine energy where this like masculine, like independent energy. Like there are times where I feel like I am a little bit more feminine, but like, but and especially actually in my dance too, like even when I'm dancing, I feel like I dance more like big and like with want to like punch you in the face with my dancing, but over there, not physically because I don't (laughs) want to just by my performance. Yes. Yes. By my (laughs) performance. I like, having i like being able to stand and have a strong aura and where you can feel the way that you can feel my energy and feel my presence and i'm not even doing anything and i love that and i like and i honestly working out helps me to build confidence and know that i have that energy Mm. because i physically can probably just eat you because <laughs> <laughs> i know i can destroy you <laughs> yeah yeah like a, that's definitely like one of the reasons i work out is for the health reasons i told you earlier but yeah one of them is you're intentionally that's always been like my my metaphor of it is like you're intentionally putting yourself through a, a breakdown and you're putting yourself through a kind of hellish place yeah this is my mentality it should be whatever it looks like for everyone it should be mm-hmm. fun make it fun for me like the pain is fun yeah <laughs> because in my head if i can go through this mm-hmm. the pain and odicot then i feel then i can go through any kind of pain that i'm breakdown that i'm facing because it's like you're doing it on purpose so you're mentally training yourself right now through yes. for, through the hard shit and yeah. As a result, you get stronger. You get a, you take care of your health. Yeah. And it's the same thing with life. It, albeit you can't tragedies, God forbid, like it, it doesn't happen every day. Yeah. But it helps you to have that strong mentality of like I've been through like a mental. It gives mm-hmm. you a lot of mental strength, in my opinion. Yeah. But also like the whole mental benefits of like I guess your endorphins and the, it involves doing mm-hmm. something active with your body because like you said it helps with the stress of your work. Yeah. And it's definitely like an, a. a re- 
release of energy mm-hmm. that I think is stored up in the body. Yeah. So and you, you, totally ta- agree. you talked about routines and we, uh, when we're eating, uh, you, talk, you talked about your morning routine. Well, what do you want to share about your morning routine? My morning routine. I wake up. <laughs> I'm ready now. <laughs> I would assume, we would assume that was, that, that's the first thing you do when you wake up. <laughs> you're like my morning routine i'd shower you don't even wake up (laughs) you wake up and i was like what the fuck is (laughs) (laughs) okay have you (laughs) oh my god that's so good oh my god have you ever had those there are times where i have like i've been with friends and i have like got drunk there are times where you get drunk and then you wake up or you black out no 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 yeah you just all of a sudden, you're like talking, and then all of a sudden, you wake up. Like that, and like right after. Oh, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm sober now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or you like you just got, or you you were talking to your friend, and then all of a sudden you're on the couch and you wake up, and you're like, I'm like, oh. I'm sober now. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, what happened? I've had those moments. I know. Do you smoke? Like Not anymore. Not anymore. I do it like. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Uh, what is it? Recreationally? So yeah. I know my layers. Like I could feel like it for me when I'm high, I feel like blankets are being yeah. removed <laughs> as I'm about, I could feel myself about to sober up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the last layer is being revealed. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> and then you're like, my eyes have been opened. Yeah. And then when with drunk, I'm just like, I feel like I metabolize my alcohol pretty mm-hmm. quickly uh, so it's hard uh, for me to get drunk yeah because like, after i drink i gotta go pee and you're like ah oh, dang it so, but for me mm-hmm. it's like i feel like there's a heavy veil on my head mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's like oh <laughs> it's like oh. i'm sober now <laughs> you're like well that was fun here we go <laughs> time to go home <laughs> okay so what we're talking about i wake up there we go. My morning routine. So I can't not say it. <laughs> no, <I wake> up. <laughs> no, that's the forever <laughs> image in your mind. <laughs> okay. Because everyone, you, I guess you don't have to wake up when you get up in the morning. I arise. <laughs> yes. I levitate from the bed. Not yet conscious, but I go into my regular routine. This is something that I actually recently started doing. I... When I get when I wake up in the morning, I want to because I realized this. I realized when my eyes would open, I would immediately start thinking of work. And I was like, oh, my God, how sad. But also how anxious of me to immediately start thinking about things that I have to do at my job. And I just woke up and I didn't like that. So what I've been trying to do is. Say Say like a a little morning prayer where I'm like, I'm just thankful that I get to be on this earth and I get to, no matter what happens today, I get to give, bless someone somehow or talk to people or be with my loved ones. And that is, that, those are the thoughts that I try to put in my head once I wake up. And it's like, like, and it's like, you have to, yes, be active about the way that you're thinking. However, like the more that I can gain control of my mindset earlier in the day, I think the more I can go throughout the day without having mental breakdown or something like that. So I do that and then 
I'll like, you know, shower, brush my teeth, all the regular stuff, put my makeup on. And actually, when I put my makeup on, I put on a I put a meditation on just in my in my AirPods and I'll listen to it. And it gives me this like this kind of zen, even though I'm like getting ready. It's nice to like hear those things in my ear, like to just take a deep breath. And then I'm like, oh, because you yeah. aren't breathing. Well, sometimes you're not yeah. and like, like on stage. You're like, oh, yeah, I didn't breathe. Oh, <laughs> that's why I'm out of breath. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's why I want to die. And that's my morning routine. And that helps me to set my mindset for the day and know that whatever is going to come out of this day, I'm going to come back home and know that I'll still be alive and also thankful that I'm just where I am. I am where I am. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use any apps for the meditation or is it just a YouTube video? YouTube videos. Yeah. I use Goodful. Never heard of it. Okay. Well, I was looking Links will be in the description. Yeah. (laughs) And actually at night, I play sleep meditations. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is it like white noise kind of thing? Do you do do that before bed or are you playing it throughout your sleep? I play it throughout my sleep. Oh. Um, Yeah. There'll be... I'll, yeah, it's cool. There, are, I think I listen specifically to like doxy meditations, and depending on what I may be like feeling or something like that, like just hearing, I can hear it in my dreams. It's weird, but Inception. Just, yeah, yeah, that's subliminal like messaging. But it like because hearing it like when I'm like in my subconscious, sometimes it like it helps me remind myself that I don't I don't fall into like negative like mental health map patterns if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah it helps to evade subconsciously some like some things that I want to keep saying to myself in my head oh. even when I'm like not when I'm, when it's not con- when I'm not conscious or like when I am conscious and then those things will come back and it'll help I guess kind of like reset I don't know, I don't know. you know what I mean yeah I you're talking about because because <laughs> yeah. the brain like evolutionary because like we our brain hasn't evolved to catch up with the times it's primarily primarily still like the hunter kind of mentality so it's prone to look at the negative things for survival which is why it's natural for our brains to be like all the things that's that stress out at work yeah because but anyways it's it's, that's why it's so much more of an effort for us to actively take care of our whatever is going through our yeah our mind and to, uh, and to recognize those negative thought pa- those negative thought patterns and to be active about be about preventing those negative thought patterns too when did you start taking into con- serious consideration about like your own mental health and self-care i don't know if i would let's see maybe about a couple years ago i started I started being more aware of how important it was to listen to something like have that positive like feedback or those that positive I guess audios or positive con go into go into my brain what is I don't know how to word right now this vocabulary okay I need to read a book or something like that but yeah maybe about a couple years ago I had wanted to get I, be- I became way more conscious about what I was feeding my brain. There we mm. go. There's a sentence. And, <laughs> but it's so true. Like, what you feed into your brain is also what's going to come out. And I wanted to be like a source of light. And I wanted to be 
I didn't want to be another person who is just kind of Nancy. Mm. And yeah, and I wanted to, there's a lot of, so I just started to be way more conscious about that and more conscious about what I was reading or like actually reading and understand like whatever goes into my brain is whatever is going to be put out into the world. And I, so I wanted to, so I wanted to feed myself something that was good to also live, to also give that back, but also live that as well. So did you start like listening to podcasts or audiobooks right off the bat? Mm. Like what was like something that Oh, that like turning point? Yeah. God, years ago. That was I a couple of my friends, they had introduced me just to their like mentors and I just wanted there I was in a place in my life where I wanted I didn't I was in a place in my life where I was like something just needs to change. Mm. And I didn't I was like in, I was further in debt than I was. <laughs> and I was at a point where I just didn't feel like I was going anywhere. And I just wanted to make changes in my life to where I was, that where I wasn't going backwards, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, a couple of my friends introduced me to their mentors and I, I was like, okay, I, like I can, I am more conscious about where I am in life. And now I can take steps to be in a place where I'm not I'm not surrounded by such negative things or like, or even just have such a, a negative mentality if it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, cuz I'd like to think that like the my network has a really good mentality, of like good head on their shoulders, but then when I go to like certain circles where it's or it just feels like a energy suck mm-hmm. or it's just, it's not so much like, oh get away from me it's like in my mind and it, it sounds super pretentious. And I like if only because I like you knew like how much you have within you, yeah. but the thing is, it's like because I who and again, who the fuck am I at the same yeah. time? But I like the I've always been fascinated with the human spirit and how what the human potential when it for me, I guess, in a sense, it hurts when someone is like being so hard to, to themselves or mean to themselves. And then their circle, which perpetuates that because there's a million stories out there, maybe not a million, but there's a lot of stories out there of people who've had shit circumstances and yeah. gotten out. And albeit luck may per, may play into a factor, but that doesn't mean you have to. The fact that a story like that exists also means that you can also, there's a place for you outside of what your current shitty circumstances. And it's, yeah. it's, 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 I don't know. I used to get really mad at my friend and I wouldn't know like when they were doing stupid decisions yeah. and in my head because like, I was projecting I was like, that I, I could see this good in them but I had to get to a point of like it's not my life yeah. it's their decision and what not and who am I to say anything because it's, you know, it's not like I'm a know-it-all or, or whatever you're so many things <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's, it, one thing I used to want to be a life coach yeah but I no longer want to I feel like I have I can say some certain things, but I feel like at the same time, it came back to like, who am I? And then like kind of thing, like not so much. I don't think I'm worthy of doing it. It's I know I can help someone, but I also feel like that's a huge undertaking in itself. But anyways, like that's a uh, tangent. I don't know how we got here, but yeah. Like what about mental health? Do you do feel free to not answer if you don't want to like, like therapy or like you, or I've actually, I haven't invested into therapy yet, but more not, or not like recently, 
I started actually when I started to become more aware of what I was like thinking and how I was thinking. And I started to journal a lot more. Dang. Yeah. Like I am on like my fourth journal from Target. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And 20, and, 30 years from now, it's going to be a memoir and mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> actually, my Lola, she wrote an autobiography that I have yet to read it's on a drive (laughs) but like being older now I really want to read it because I never realized how many things she had experienced growing up in the Philippines and then moving to the U.S. oh man yeah especially back then yeah yeah jeez uh I think they came over during either yeah during World War II or right after man yeah yeah and so she had come over and then she they like settled in oakland and of course like with the family they'll like or i know at least on my mom's side my grandpa came over first and then he like got a job and then brought like my grandma and then my mom and my my aunts over and then even on my dad's side they had come over and just like settling in the United States and like just reading like how much stuff that had happened. I was like, that was, uh, I don't know, it's crazy because my Lolo ended up passing away when my dad, I think my dad was like 17. And oh so, man. Yeah. So she, I, so I never met him, but like she had to raise, she was like the oldest of like 10 brothers and sisters and also had her own kids so she was essentially like the matriarch yeah yeah and then she they i guess they also they had my two aunts and then another aunt who died of like lymphoma and then they had my dad and then then she had to raise him and that that's so much life to live and already you haven't even gotten to like my dad like growing up and like having his own family and that's i'm like it's like one of those things like your grandparents at age 30 uh-huh. you at age 30 oh god actually no, I, mean, I must I think because because <laughs> i feel like that's the we are a byproduct of our grandparents wanting the their children grandchildren to having a better lives yeah i don't think albeit it might look different from what they wanted yeah <laughs> <laughs> But ultimately, as me as a parent, I want my son to have a good life, obviously, because there are some adults or parents who like, yeah, we we did this. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't your job as a parent to make sure that your kids have a good life? I'm obviously don't spoil that. There's a difference. Yeah. But like you don't want your fucking kids at the age of eight working a job. Yeah. Yeah. You want them to still be a kid because once that innocence is taken away, you don't get it back. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the, I'd say like we're both products of our preview the previous generations trying to make life better for us and yeah and having, having choice yeah. like you imagine what how limited you would be in the 1940s yeah or, like, or not living in the united states or not living yeah yeah Ooh, yeah i know like for me i'm grateful that my mom moved here fucking like just dealing with having learned with new language because yeah. i know where she was at and where like I was at if I had stayed there I would not have been a good kid I, I probably might have been involved with some bad shit yeah because uh, do you know do you know have you heard of Tondo 
it's like literally one of the worst places in manila oh. like it has its own really bad reputation it's almost like how people be like oh compton and all that shit like it's a gangster and all that <laughs> east oakland, yeah, east oakland. <laughs> yeah all that shit like that's how it would have been like i would like dondo is like bad <laughs> when i was talking to max and my mom about it should i bring my camera there I was like no you're gonna get robbed or you might die i'm bringing it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i brought it you're like <laughs> risk taken <laughs> because they like my uncles literally had a formation around me because like, I, I had like my backpack in front of me and i had i was hugging my vlog camera type but it was like uh was, but i had to document it because i need i needed to document like where i was from and this place was a fu- literal like hole in the wall like you just i think just door feels like you're going through like, the basement of a huge building light lights like barely peeking through no windows yeah like a literal basement yeah yeah and i imagine like, what if i grew up here yeah and then this and this is a hum it was humbling yeah. so and then i'm grateful my, my mom took that that chance oh, it's not a perfect country but there's definitely consi- considering yeah. the alternative yeah the <laughs> yeah alternative. there's definitely opportunity here to, to advance yourself like way past what you would have been able to like in other countries yeah going back into uh, dancing have you ever you said you wanted to do industry have you ever done any industry auditions I have not. I've done Disney auditions, but that doesn't count. Does it count? I can. That still work. It's okay. still. It's not like that's so. Work dance work is so hard to define. Yeah. Because there's industry where you're like doing the backup dancing, and I feel like Brandon has more say on that. I, I've only done backup dancing for like uh, small artists and like. Mm-hmm. Philippi- up and coming Filipino artists. Hey, <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah. But they're not like mainstream. Dope. Yeah, it was like, it was, it was, that was one hell of an experience. But, anyways, I would, cons- I don't know if that's considered industry, but I still consider it. I feel like work. that's very vanilla of the industry. Like Disney? Yeah. No, Just the entire process. Period. How was that? Because I've never been to a Disney audition because one, because it's in the OC. I'm like, I don't want to drive all to the OC for work. Yeah, this was a while ago that I did this audition or these couple auditions. But there was one. It was, I guess, like just a look audition, and there was just like this long line of, yeah, look as like, the, the typecasting. Yeah, typecast. Oh, yeah, okay. and you, there was just like this long line of girls, and they just have you go in. They have you lined up, and then they'll just have you. They literally have the line of girls like go forward there's like several lines and then they you they typecast and then you either go or you stay and i'm just like okay so they just looked at me and then the second one that i did was for a character i don't think it specified which one but i think i got to like the third round of that one and then they had cut me but that that was really interesting because there was a part where we had to do we had to like act like a character and that's where like me being all like super weird and really comes into play did that work for you or against you it definitely worked for me yes yes it definitely helped and worked for me i think i was trying to act like stitch uh, so that did work for me yeah when they didn't take you or you're like eh. Or I was like, man, that sucks. Or did you, were you? I was like, I guess this is just, I didn't think too much of it. Cause I was thankful to already get like to the round that I had gotten to. Cause I was like, okay. Well, Cause I had been to, I had done like dance community auditions. So I knew, I know what it's like to 
go to audition and get through to the interview round and then not get taken and have that do got done over and over and over and over again because that's just that is what it is it's you do 100 auditions to maybe get one or two yeah and that's the thing too it's like it's really a numbers game you it just is. gotta just keep putting yourself out there yeah and, I manage, and all it takes is just that one opportunity literally that so one opportunity and you only get one shot yeah <laughs> but i think that's also that's like i think people can also get that i don't want to say like, get it twisted but they have this idea of yeah i'll just go to this audition and it'll be great and i'll get the part uh, and romanticize it yes like that entire process is definitely romanticized and it's and the, how that is played off is like, like people have this idea oh yeah i'm just gonna go and i'm gonna do it and they don't realize the amount of work that you have to put into it and that's why people are like they it's just you just go and you just oh that you're probably not gonna get it but you go anyway because it's about going and doing and getting your face like shown and 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 understanding the game of how everything it's and, literally and like a job interview yes yeah like you yeah. kill it you have like you have the best answers you can for this interview yeah so what was your first inter interview your first audition like where did you have the butterflies and were you like okay so my first audition it was for common ground back in 2010 it was for fall and i was a little bit intimidated because i was like oh my gosh we have to like be in a group and like dance with other people and put a set together and then we have to like we you had to get part of the audition was having to choreograph something yeah or so you would learn it wasn't the same day auditions it was like the oh group yeah, yeah okay god it's been so long i know yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, okay so yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, first yeah. part and, and i was like oh i have to like meet people and then <laughs> create with them and that was that i think i think when i was that age it was I was just like very intimidated and very like I thought lowly of myself. So I just I kind of went along with what other people like thought or like what they did. Mm -hmm. And then I the more I started dancing, the more I started to develop my own. OK, I've danced. Let's do this formation or let's do this effect or let's do this. And I started to be like oh i can do this yeah so that was like my first audition i think we for our group audition it was like an adventure themed adventure <laughs> time yeah it was an adventure hey, time adventure themed. time yes it was oh my gosh yes it was that oh wow that's crazy i'm surprised i even remember that but it was it was intense because at that time the choreography was also hard to remember because I was new to the scene and I wasn't used to dancing community hip hop, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Community hip hop, just to explain to you guys, is very, it's very intricate. A lot of musicality, and one would say more sound effects than counts. It's yes. like if there are counts, it'd be one, and a two, and a three, four, five, six, pull, ga, boom. Uh -huh. tss, tss, tss. <laughs> yeah that kind of stuff yeah where it wasn't like i wasn't used to i wasn't used to e and and these weird movement patterns that just that that didn't flow i also wasn't used to dancing without a weapon in my hand <laughs> you just show up to the audition with a fucking yeah. broadsword yeah. i am ready <laughs> but yeah um, so that was my first audition and actually getting out of that I think it 
inflated my ego because I was like, oh, so this is what it's like. And and I my, like my pickup had gotten better by my next audition. Okay, but yeah, that just that entire experience, it felt good, but definitely inflated my ego. So then when I didn't make the next audition, I was like crestfallen. But then it helped me to also develop this sense of okay i need to work a little bit harder to get to where i want to go man that is like such a like like the uh, typical arc yeah. for every dancer <laughs> yeah. yeah i made it i'm the shit oh, i'm not getting casted and then or oh, like, okay next season yeah i'm, I'm gonna make it oh i don't make it uh-huh. i have to redeem myself i gotta train i gotta show that i'm like good enough yeah. next audition show the growth and then you make it like, oh like the story completes yeah. like i'm good but do not let my ego get in the way. Yes. So true. So true. So true. It actually, it took me like three years to actually to get on a collegiate team. Really? Yeah. Three years. Yes. Yes. Because I entered the scene. I was doing like auditions. I danced on, I danced on this one on INSA and then I was just training. And then I had auditioned for Kaba and they only have like year auditions. So I auditioned the end of my, or the beginning of my second year, but then Common Ground had another audition that fall that I didn't do because I wanted to wait for Kaba. And then I Kaba auditioned was my for dream Ka- team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that ABDC, man. <laughs> nice song. Uh, oh, my, me, it was 2004, 2003. Mm. Oh. When I, would, when I first saw them, like in my like high school, we were all like, we were already talking about like colleges we wanted to go to oh for the teams Yay! <laughs> and we would watch all these videos before youtube mm-hmm. all the teams Cobble modern team millennia pack modern they would upload the wmvs of their videos oh my god and you i would download all of them keep them in my external hard drive just so i can watch them all oh my god that's and, amazing you know, and Cobble modern i think 2004 i forgot what it was maybe it was i think back then it was buster groove or it was vibe Oh my but yeah it was just it was with Ja yeah it, it was that seeing their versatility in the styles like, oh they're doing locking they're doing popping they're doing breaking like I want to be able to do all that they're the dream team for me back then yeah oh man <laughs> do you think if you were to audition for your dream team now do you think you'd make it wow I think I would because I think I because now I have proper locking and breaking training. Back then I was just only choreo. So mm-hmm. now I have a lot more. I have tr- some training under my belt. Yeah. I'm a 30 year old going to <laughs> 18 year old. 28 to an 18 year old. You're like, ooh, this is just like an ego buster. <laughs> I mean, it also it's also like a, a affirmation of skill, a confirmation of skills. Like, I can hang with y'all, motherfuckers. <laughs> One section though. That's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> this section, I'll be in front of Is Kaba still your dream team? I don't really know if I have a dream team anymore because I feel like that version of myself that idolized that has graduated. I honestly would still like to try. Just mm-hmm. to, I would still like to try to dance with the Jabberwockies. Oh, okay. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Jabberwockies. It's, it's so crazy because they came from our scene. Now they have their own residency. Yeah. And... It'd just be fun to experience it. I don't know, career-wise, I don't think it would work out because I got a family and all this other stuff and other businesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, Did I definitely be- have my own set of things that's an entire... Yeah, because I know they have the Halloween set here, mm-hmm. so I'd like to audition for the Halloween because it's closer. Yeah. 
But uh, you were saying you had, it took you three years to get into a team. What kept you going? Because it's like, I feel like some people, after they don't make it the first few times. Yeah, they just stop. They're just, yeah, like, why why even bother? Like, diminishing returns at this point. Or maybe it feels like that way. It did feel that way. I don't know. I just really wanted to dance. And yeah. But I think the idea of dancing, the idea of dancing on a collegiate team would solve all of my dreams <laughs> is what is just, just what kept me going. And imagining that I would be able to have to dance on stage like with these dancers who I've like, looked up to, even though they weren't there anymore because they danced a few years prior. But you get like, to be part of that legacy. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I look back on that. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, but it's so weird because once I got on like, on the teams and like on different doing different projects, I was I did a lot of performing and like I did the competitions. I did vibe. I did body rock. I actually missed my commencement ceremony that Barack Obama spoke at wow. for body rock. Wow. But my family did go and see him. That's fine. They got to see him. But I had to compete. But yes. And it was my first body rock actually. And I don't know, looking back on that to think of I was willing I was just so down and so ready and so willing to do whatever it took like for dance. Wow. And I don't know. And I look and I look at myself now as a dancer and as an artist. And I'm like, I think I discredit myself because maybe I'm not like doing like commercials or industry or stuff like that. But I'm like, but I look back and I'm like, I'm a good dancer. I'm a great dancer. My pickup's amazing. <laughs> no, I'm not, like, yeah. yeah it is. I, and I worked really hard to be able to do that. Like my, like I worked on my pickup. I worked on like, doing like different stunts like i can still do i can still do color guard and winter guard and i can still toss like weapons and i can work swords and i can do stunt choreo and i'm like lauren you're an amazing you are a jack of all trades and you you do it really well and I'm, i don't give myself that credit and i should yeah you definitely have one hell of a resume in my opinion thank you <laughs> what do you caught what would you say to someone who's who was in your position when they're coming into the scene mm. or starting their dance journey. I would say, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> exactly that. But to, to be hungry, to not like, it is totally normal to not get your first audition. It's totally normal to not get the piece that you really wanted to be in or the spot that you wanted to be in. It is totally normal to be put in the back of a set. We all started somewhere and being like, some dancers, they make a living off of being the atmosphere in a production. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that, is, that people do that for a living. Like Tif Tiffany Ray Malari, she was in Wicked and she was doing, she, she was like the atmosphere. She did the flying monkeys and I'm like, that is so cool. And you have a place anywhere on your production and in your team and you hold a place of value, even if you are not in spotlight. So take that and that it, just realizing where you are and being hungry and wanting more. Don't stop at just wherever you are. Be friendly with people. Ask people questions. Ask the teacher. Go to the teacher and say, thank you for class. Are you teaching anywhere else? Do you like and be curious and talk to 
like talk to other people in class like they are like they're just as curious as you and they're probably intimidated to be there just like you are they're gonna so, be your network eventually yeah exactly and it's, it pays to say hi yeah it really does it pays to say hi and it pays to just it pays to say thank you yeah damn that, that's good great stuff because yeah like, definitely huge fan of the networking thing because and i know when i was a younger dancer but it's one of the things i definitely didn't take advantage of when i was in culture shock like 2000 this is 2008 2009 yeah, this is when poriotics was in mm. was in a good nick anthony lee was part of impact and villain were there part of the breaking captains mm. i definitely did not take advantage of building a relationship with them because i was so, so intimidated by them it's never too late so like, no we're good now like yeah. I, I feel like i've gone to a point where i feel confident in myself but yeah. i definitely know back then i was merely projecting like trying to be big dog and trying yeah. to be like confident when i really wasn't yeah <sighs> but yeah yeah okay okay we're gonna start wrapping things up with some rapid fire questions yeah okay okay favorite uh, color sapphire blue that's very specific what do you call it favorite smell oh plumeria flowers i wish i can expand on these but <laughs> <laughs> This is um, the national flower of Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Or the the national, it's the flower of the state of Hawaii. There we go. Okay. Yeah. The national flower. <laughs> like, the that na- doesn't make any sense. I said it and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Of the country. Yeah. You know, technically. But what do you cut? Favorite memory? Huh. Favorite memory? I'm having identity crisis. <sighs> Waking up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Are you currently reading any books? I'm trying to finish. It's by Simon Sinek. Start with why? Yes, that okay. one. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Favorite anime? Favorite anime? Yeah. Inuyasha. Ooh, that was my sis- sister's favorite growing up. It's really good. You already said wrestler. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> least favorite place to go. Least favorite place to go. I almost said work. <laughs> you wouldn't be the only one in this world. Okay, next question. Favorite place to be? In the world? There is a spot in Huntington Beach, right? In Huntington Beach? Yeah, in Huntington Beach. It's all the way at the end of Golden West. Like, all you drive all the way down, and then you hit the beach, and then you can just park. And it's just a very... It's not even, there's not even anything significant about that part of the beach, but I've just had just really good memories there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. If you had a superpower, what would it be? I have prepared for this. It is <laughs> one, it is five, two. So my first one is to be able to split and split and also fuse atoms. That's like, a, that's practically a nuclear bomb. Exactly. So oh. I'm Bakugo. <laughs> is that what is it? it is i thought it was like the he has glycerin and then he just yeah okay my other one is to control time in a definite space Elaborate. either speed up or slow down time okay who's watched bleach anyone yes orihime so orihime her powers it's not essentially healing but what she can do is choose uh if she were to choose like right here where your oh. wound is she can reverse time in that specific spot to where you are healed kind of like that well, i forgot what are the, you can in, go forward or back in, in my hero the little girls 
power is like rewind. Yes, like time. Yeah, yeah, Aerie. Aerie. Her, yeah. She ends up like accidentally rewinding her father. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then Deku just using all that. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that part was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> My Hero Academia, go watch it if you're Amazing, <laughs> yes. All of those animes that we just said. Season Bleach, My Hero. Season yes. 3 is my favorite. Yes. Demon Slayer, we didn't say anything about that, but we're going to say watch Demon Slayer. You uh, will cry. Okay, I, lost. I had my questions in my head. Oh, what did you want to be when you were growing up? A baker. I have this very specific memory of watching Nick Jr., with my mom in like this one morning that we got up and they played like they were playing like different jobs and a baker came up and there was just these rows of dough and bread and I was just a very hungry child at the time <laughs> so I was like I want to just bake so I can have all this bread with my butter <laughs> oh Toast. simple oh, okay okay now we're gonna go to the last, last round of questions what's some advice you would give to your 16 year old self take more risks be more open with your family and talk to talk to your family don't watch so much anime Duh. Actually, no. Watch more anime, but talk also talk more. But also talk to your family. Yeah, we'll continue. Also talk, to family. Yes. <laughs> talk to your family while watching anime. Exactly. Okay. I think two more questions. This one's called The Three Truths, inspired by this one other podcast I listened to called School of Greatness. You're eighty year old. You're eighty years old. You're on your deathbed. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna die. Go. I'm still gonna okay, be you're, two, you're two thousand years old. It's been two months. All right, yeah. There we go. Okay, that sounds all right. Then, um, your all your body of work is gone. There's nothing in on YouTube or on fucking VR tube, whatever the hell it is at this point. Oh my god. Uh, or in our microchips, on our brain it doesn't exist. Everything's been deleted, and you're only allowed to share three truths that helped you become successful. What would those be? Three truths that have helped me to become successful. Um, Wake up. Huh? Actually, yeah. Wake up. (laughs) It pays to say hi. And... Forgive faster. Ooh, that's a good one. You know, are you normally slow to forgive? Are you normally slow to forgive? I think it depends on the situation and period. <laughs> it depends on the situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And last question is when, uh, how do you want people to remember you when you're gone? I want them to remember that. I want to be remembered as someone who was just open who was there when you needed or who would give more than maybe what they took i'm trying to practice being a little bit better at that but who's just someone who could be of service to you i think you already do that already thank you just from my experience like my short experience of you oh thanks 
Yeah. Trying. <laughs> <laughs> Even as while I was setting this all up, you're trying to help. I'm like, no. You know how like, people are in the kitchen, don't fucking touch anything in the kitchen yeah. while you're cooking. Don't fucking touch anything while I'm doing this. I was like, okay. Where can people find you online to hang out, Dog. to follow you? On Are you on the Instagrams? Yeah, I'm on Insta- Instagram. But you should also, when my class comes out, you should come and take it. It's really fun. Yay! Oh, the one we filmed. Yeah! Yeah, that one. That one! (laughs) The one, yes. (laughs) That should be coming out in a couple weeks from this recording. Yay! Yeah, there's so many classes. We uh, released Brandon's. It's so good. It's... He's so intense. I'm like, oh, you're. (laughs) I'm like in an industry class. (laughs) It really that was his intent. What his intention was. Uh, Yeah, for those of you guys watching, the tutorials we filmed, definitely a lot of styles, and that's why I love it. Everyone has something unique to to share, and hope you guys do check that out Uh, because yours is, I honestly think, is a great example of community choreo. Oh, it is. It's community choreo. It is for so sure. it's like it's one, two, three, five, six, seven, and eight. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I'm sorry. <laughs> but sorry. it's like jerking, jerking. Ah, and yes. Then, we jerked for two eight counts. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, 87, 80, and a one, and a hip, and a go, and I'm like, <gasps> wow, we used to do this. We did. <laughs> oh, yeah. We used to do that. And but yeah, either way, <laughs> check out uh, her choreography. Uh, check out her class her tutorials. Yeah. Um, on my freestyle video. And okay. her freestyle video. Yeah. I will say, I felt really bad for not posting that for a really long time. I wanted to post it, oh. but I honestly hated the way that I was dancing. And that's the reason that I didn't post it. And that's fair. I honestly <laughs> hate both my freestyles that day yeah. i fucking hate it you're just like oh. my, my, my editor and i think you met him camillo yeah he's the, he thinks it's dope i'm like no i'm watching it the technique and the timing is off for mm-hmm. everything i don't want to do it i don't want to watch it yeah but we're putting it out yeah <laughs> so i've been meaning to actually post that just one because i'm trying to post more and I'm also like just trying to get used to seeing my dancing out there, even if I don't like it, just out there. Because that's the thing, like where we can be hard on our own shit, yeah. But then you should put it out there. People love it. Like, I think the first one I shared was my like the Burbank one. Sorry, I like you. Yeah. That one. Oh man, I hated that freestyle, but it was the better one of the two, and people liked it. I'm like, okay, cool. But it still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like. So we're freestyling in the rain room this yeah. month right wait this month yes oh, i'm so excited wait, the 24th <gasps> okay hold on that's why i got what it time I, because it's, I also... it's saturday night okay because i also agreed to do a photo shoot at five at like <laughs> night yeah okay good good i will be there i think it might be eight to twelve or six to ten i will can it be eight to twelve? I gotta double check <laughs> my booking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, so, the rain room. Oh I've, my I've god. I've been wanting yes. to do that. Just like bring some fucking back, like some R&B boy band shit. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, perfect. Just to be super cheesy. Ooh, like not a boy band, but like Ashanti. Just like rain on oh, me. Yes. Redo, redo the you got served rain scene. Yes, and the step up one too. Oh my god! Yes. Every fucking rain scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. take it to the streets. I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, we did. we're gonna be there. We're gonna have. I think we're gonna have the place for at least 
two three hours yo that's sick I'm so because we're gonna do an hour of photo shoots Yay. and then dancing and then fucking hella content that's a nice studio yeah so i'm just trying to like create as much as we can for ourselves yeah. so and if you and if there's anyone who knows choreography bring that choreography so i can film it in the rain room oh, oh. Okay. So Yay. it's not just freestyle. Yes. I feel like I should have said that the first time, like on the rooftop. If you had the choreography, if you have choreography, get have it ready mm-hmm. so we can film it. Okay, I do have choreo. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have pieces that I choreoed like way back bef- before I like stopped choreographing for a little bit. So now I'm now it's time to bring it all back. <laughs> all right anyways we from this tangent i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode if you liked it make sure you hit like subscribe share this with friends who you think might enjoy it make sure you give lauren a follow on all the Yay! social medias links are going to be in the description down below yeah. with that we appreciate you guys for listening for watching and being here we'll see you guys in the next episode of temper tantrum sorry throwing tantrums and the movie will grow podcast have an amazing night day evening year life see you guys in the next one Peace. Bye.